Welcome to the thrivingat60.com podcast, the number one motivational show on the planet. No more sour days for you. It's time to make lemons into lemonade every day. This is a podcast where we help you thrive, not just survive. We help you accept who you are, not where you are, by discovering and inquiring into how to turn lemons into lemonade. Are you ready for the roller coaster ride of a lifetime? Tired of feeling let down? Tired of the lemons life keeps handing you? We can help you make every day a lemonade day. It's time to put those lemons in a blender. Let's go on an amazing and exciting, unpredictable journey of discovery. We know champions sit in the front seat, so make sure your seatbelt is fast and tight. One, two, three, let's go. When you have an attitude of gratitude, people just want to hang with you. Introducing the woman who believes ordinary stands for extraordinary, the host of Thriving at 60, Wendy B. Welcome, this is Wendy B. I'm a life coach and I started this podcast because I believe ordinary people become extraordinary people. What makes them extraordinary is sometimes the adversity they have lived through and who they've become regardless of those circumstances. Sometimes it's the little acts of kindness they bestow on people one act of kindness at a time. I believe that most of us have the ability to thrive and not just survive. My intention is to cause curiosity, excitement, to thought provoke to cause people to alter their thinking, alter their thinking in a way that would not have altered otherwise, and living from that possible altered view, create a new future for oneself, and a future that wasn't going to happen if you didn't alter or question your old views. This could cause unpredictable results that could make a permanent difference in your life and in the lives of others around you. I want to motivate and help people of all ages, particularly women, 50 to 110, fulfill their dreams. I want people to experience being excited about their life. This podcast is to inspire and motivate you right now for you to take action today on your purpose, your dreams. Maybe some of you don't know your purpose or your dreams or you are are resigned. They could never happen. Regardless of age, regardless of your circumstances, I will motivate and inspire you one step at a time to turn lemons into lemonade. It's never too late to start. Would you like freedom and power regardless of what life throws at you? It's easy to live life when life is working, but true power, true freedom is having freedom and power when our circumstances are ugh. This podcast is about when you get handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? Life isn't just about surviving. What does it take to thrive emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally, financially? So I don't know what it takes to thrive. This is an inquiry and it's about everyday life, living your life. And regardless of what gets thrown at you, how can you thrive? I want to talk about families and blended families and not holding on to resentments and being grateful for your children. I was just talking to my uh, youngest daughter, she was invited to her cousin's wedding on her dad's side, and she was quite excited about it, and she was sharing. It was a beautiful wedding. Uh, her cousin's a male, and it was a beautiful wedding, and they and she really enjoyed herself. She went there with her dad and did some dancing with her dad, and then she was sharing about the evening, uh, the speeches, and said that the father of the cousin her uncle never got to speak, wasn't asked to speak. And a lot of sadness came up for me because he had as much right as the mum and anybody else there to speak. It was his son getting married. And just this sadness came up that we are so arrogant as human beings. Um, We hold on to resentments 
and don't realize the impact on other people. Yes, uh, he left his wife and, and children. They were teens. Uh, they weren't that old. I think they were 12 or 13. And he he paid child support. His this cousin's mom got to live in the same house. The uncle never got it. She got to keep the house and got to raise her children in that house. There was just sadness there. So I'm inviting you to look at, you know, I, I remember my daughter, who is 28, got married three years ago. And she came to me and she said, Mom, I'm not going to invite Dad to, to the wedding because uh, you're you're the only one that raised me. And I said, well, I want you to pray on that and think about that because this is a special day and you could do that, but I want you to pray on it. And we were in a situation where her dad, my oldest daughter, had both my children, I have two children and they both have separate dads and my oldest daughter who was getting married, her dad and I split when he left us and she was eight months old when, when he left. And he didn't give support money until she was 12. I financially supported us. He was a recovering alcoholic. He did what he did. And I just was so grateful that I had a, a healthy daughter. And I didn't, you know, I was always in communication with him. Uh, if I hadn't have done Landmark, I might not have been in communication with him. But because I was in Landmark, I was able to be in communication, keep looking at my part, and just gratefully raise my daughter. And then when she was four, uh, I met my second daughter's dad, and he and I had been in a relationship for uh, 23 years when my daughter got married. And she wasn't she didn't want to invite him to the wedding because he had hurt me. And again, I invited her to look at it and pray on it, that he, uh, even though our relationship uh, hadn't been the healthiest and we were, we were parting ways, he had been part of her life for over 20 years raising her. And I'm so grateful that I let her choose. I asked her to pray on it and she invited he, uh, both of them to the wedding, she had her stepdad come to just the ceremony, not the reception. And she told him that she wanted him. She she was only having a small wedding, about 15 people, and she wanted only the people that loved her and were part of her life. So she had him there uh, as a, a witness to her love for her husband. And she had her biological dad there and her biological dad went to the reception. There was only about eight of us at the reception. But I'm so grateful that she has that memory. She has pictures of us all together. And there was just this great sadness for um, my uh, brother-in-law, ex-brother-in-law, I guess now, but he's, I still look at him as my brother-in-law, um, that he never got to speak his love for his son. I get quite emotional and I, I, I just invite you to look unless the father beat the children and beat you, include him in the wedding party, have him, even if I said to my youngest daughter, only if he, he, I know my brother-in-law shy, even if he had a said 10 words, like, I love you, son, and given the opportunity to just say, I love you, son, and I wish you both the best. 
but he he and my younger said well he could have spoke up he could have insisted on saying something and I said you know he was shy and 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 he probably felt shame and guilt and he and um and so he didn't he didn't feel he had a right to speak up unless he had been invited so in closing we're exploring how to thrive whether we're 10 or 110 and i'll leave you with this where are you being resentful and what new action could you take right now that could make that difference where are you not including uh, you know in a blended family people whether it's father mother aunt uncle where are you not including people and if you included them what then could become available what are you committed to and start taking new actions from that commitment or that view do you have a habitual pattern of holding on to resentments and making people right and enrolling others how wrong they've done you in well what did you like best about this podcast i request you subscribe to my podcast i'm rated at number five what topics would you like to hear me talk on when you get handed lemons how fast can you make lemonade with an attitude of gratitude you can make lemonade i'd love to hear from you quite emotional right now because i'm thinking of when we come from alcoholic families or and i don't know if my my brother-in-law i don't think that was the problem in his marriage but I just invite us to look at when we come from a background of, I'm emotional because like in my family, there's lots of alcoholics and people hold on to grudges and me and my kids haven't been invited to weddings uh, for whatever reason to bake up stuff, but we've never been that terrible that we, we shouldn't have been included it. I, I, uh, a lot of sadness that, that my kids missed out a lot. And, and I was really glad that my daughter got to go to this wedding because it's probably one of the few that she's been invited to. So who would like a complimentary 15 minute coaching session? I want to call you personally and hear about your dreams and your goals. I'll give you one amazing tip that would help you out. I will call people who let me know they've left a five star rating for this podcast and provide their username on iTunes or Google. Google Plus or Stitcher app fast. Just hit the button. Subscribe to my podcast. I'm rated in number five. Thanks for listening. Keep thriving. Thank you for listening to thrivingat60.com with Wendy B. What did you like best about the podcast? Email Wendy B at thrivingat60.com. Keep up on the latest by subscribing to the podcast. Also, drop by the website and rate the show. Turn lemons into lemonade at thrivingat60.com.